came into the room and she's like, look at my phone. And then I couldn't see it, so I had to look at mine. I'm like, oh. Yeah, it's going to be a good game, but I can't bet against Tom Brady. I have the Bucks winning 31-27 to and Tom Brady going to his 10th championship. Aaron Rodgers uh, and his people were like, they listened to our episode and they said, hold our cheese head or coat. Donovan Mitchell, who right now looks to be a superstar. Just amazing. And I don't care what the Red Sox got for trading Mookie Betts and David Price. The Dodgers, in my opinion, win it. I don't have to see what players they give up. Yeah, that's not just the Chiefs. That's that's Andy Reid. He he knows the he knows the defenses so well because he's such a great offensive mind that Well, um, you said you can't bet against Tom Brady and as a Cowboys fan and what I just did last weekend, I am not gonna bet against Aaron Rodgers. It was a great series. Game four is one of the best games I've ever watched in my entire life. Just goes to show the off the offense for the Dallas Stars could not keep up. And when the defense needed to step up, the Lightning's offense just overpowered them. Chris Paul is one of the most underrated players of all time. He's been the best player wherever he goes, and that includes with the Rockets. Yeah, Connor McDavid, Leon Draatsaitl. I mean, that's all I can really say. Uh, There's two of the top five players in the league, and they're they are very very good. Yeah, and I really think the Clippers' chance to win the championship was last year, and they were up three one against the Denver Nuggets. Hello, I'm Taylor Herner. You listen to the Outsiders' Opinions with Kevin and Austin. What's up, y'all? Welcome to our NHL Opinions of the Week, and today we are doing NHL Power Rankings. It's a little difficult with so many games getting canceled on and off, but before we start, Austin, thoughts on the All-Star game? Um, It's always fun to watch it because it's 3v3, but because it's very fast-paced, but I don't necessarily love the decision to go because of the whole COVID situation. Uh, I do think that could put people at risk. Um, but I know they're doing it for monetary gain because they've already lost so much money because of COVID. So I understand why they did it. And uh, I thought the skills competition was pretty fun to watch. Yeah, I'll have to find a YouTube highlights. But I agree. Like, I wish they didn't do it. Like, especially when you didn't go to the Olympics because you're trying to fix games in or so you need more time so i just thought would have given them a little more break so then we don't have more injuries but we'll see how it turns out but we're gonna go for power rankings we're gonna go by four teams i'll list them out and we'll go 32 canadians 31 devils 30 coyotes 29 flyers canadians how far they have fallen uh especially after that stanley cup run but carrie price has been out um uh why am i forgetting um, the defender who may be out Shea Weber. done with his career. Shea Weber? Okay. But you do have Nick Suzuki, so there's hope for the future. And it it always happens with some teams like the Stars last year didn't do well after that incredible run in the Stanley Cup. So any other thoughts on these four teams? Um, The Flyers obviously hired a new – well, not hired a new head coach. Uh, I think they're still on their interim. Uh, the Devils are still a younger team that I thought was going to make leaps and bounds this year, but has really, really, really struggled. Uh, I thought they were still going to be at the bottom of a very hard uh, division, but they just uh, have been struggling mightily. And uh, with going 1-9 in their last 10 games, that is ugly. As you see, the Coyotes are uh, 
moving up. They're not in the bottom two anymore. That's mainly as a result that they're not even the worst team according to points or points percentage. And they're three and seven in their last ten versus Montreal, who's only won one game in their last ten. So uh, I'm excited to see what the Coyotes are doing because they're playing with a lot of heart. They're not a good team, obviously. They're not going to make the playoffs. They're not going to get close to making the playoffs. But they are uh, showing a lot of fight. And I, I love watching teams that aren't expected to win, win some some surprising games during the year. Yeah, I am sad about the Flyers because they had a down year, and I thought they were going to bounce back, but they just didn't. And I did have high hopes for the Devils. Um, I thought they would leap, but – I would have. I wouldn't have been surprised with what the where the Devils are now, but I'm more surprised with the Flyers just having another bad year. Um, so now we'll go to the next four, which is Ottawa, Sabers, Jets, and Blackhawks. Blackhawks. We I think we both had high expectations with the Blackhawks. Blackhawks after they acquired Marc Andre Fleury, and they got um, uh, why am I forgetting that defenseman's name? They traded away um a really good a young defenseman to the Blue Jackets for um, – who am I thinking of, Austin? Uh, Adam Bokfist? They had, traded Adam Bokfist, who they get in return. They get, Seth Jones? Yes, yeah, Seth Jones. Eight, like an eight-year contract, and then he, he's been – he was struggling early on with that contract. So, And they're just at 25. We thought they could be a dark horse Stanley Cup finalist. Yeah. Um, they're kind of turning it on, but again, they've only won three of their last ten, going three, five, and two. Um, the Jets have struggled. They've also won only two games in their last ten, two, six, and two. So a lot of these teams are just struggling. Ottawa, I didn't really have that much high hopes for Ottawa, even though they did. Uh, they do have a lot of young talent. They're just not a team with good goaltending right now, and uh, without a consistent guy behind the net to make. Uh, key stops and without that uh, it's hard to be a successful team in this league yeah and um, how is your prediction holding up with the Sabres is uh, there any goalie close I, I th- yeah, yeah 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 no doubt because uh, Buffalo's only won 14 games so I'm looking good so far okay we'll keep an update on that so because I was thinking that would have been easy especially with Mark andre Fleury with the Blackhawks but that really hasn't turned out well. Um, maybe the stars with um, – why am I forgetting his name? It's not Ottinger. It's Holtby. Because mm. they've been winning with Holtby, so I didn't know. Maybe he's – does he have more than 14 wins? Probably not. I would no. highly doubt it. They've only won 23, and I guarantee you he's probably not won 14 of them. Yeah, it's true. So maybe – I didn't realize we only won 23 games. I thought it was more. Maybe it's a lot of games got canceled with COVID. But now I think we can move on to the next four, which is Kraken, Blue Jackets, Red Wings, Islanders. Man, I had really high hopes for the Islanders, and it is not paying off. I thought they were going to make it to the Stanley Cup, but they may not even make the playoffs as they are in the bottom third just above the Flyers and Devils in the Metropolitan Division. And it's going to be tough, especially when the Blue Jackets are there. But that top four, the Metropolitan, is Carolina, New York, Penguins, and the Capitals. So Yeah, it's going to be insanely tough. Now, top five can make it. It can either be three, four, or five, maybe from a division. And I think, but the other side, 
is while, while the uh, the Atlantic is not good, the top four are. They're going to have to overcome either Boston, Toronto, Tampa, or Florida. So they have to overcome one of these guys. Most likely right now is Washington that they can pass. And while this may, the reason why I'm putting them this low isn't because of their points percentage entirely. Like They have a better points percentage than Columbus. It's the fact that they haven't played that many games, and I don't know how they're going to play when they have to play multiple back-to-backs in the same week. And uh, while they are 5-5 five and five in their last 10, they're going to have to turn it up uh, once games start again because they've only played 39 games and have 38 points, and they have so many more games to play. Uh, so I'm being cautious with this pick. They could go off. They could win a lot of games in a row and get really hot, but with that many games uh, piled on at the end of the season, that could really influence your team's uh, performance. Yeah, and the three out of four teams, the Kraken, I thought they would do well, but they're taking the normal route. I guess the Golden Knights have spoiled me with expansion teams. Yeah. And then uh, I really like what the Blue Jackets did in the offseason. Red Wings, they seem well on course. They do have some young players, especially their goaltending. Yeah, the Red Wings are getting better. Uh, they're not going to be a team that can uh, contend this year, uh, really even for a playoff spot, unless they get extraordinarily hot. But – uh. They're still growing as a young team. A lot of their players are young. I like Lucas Raymond. I like Nadelkovich. I like a good bit of their young players, and I'm excited for the future. Now we go, next four teams are Canucks, Sharks, Oilers, and Stars. Uh, there's the Oilers and Stars. They, I think, had much higher expectations. But to me, the Canucks and Sharks are exceeding their expectations because they're not in the bottom four. They're in the middle, and that's good, especially with what the Canucks did getting rid of a lot of their management because it just wasn't working out with they didn't have draft picks but they also signed players and it just didn't work out for them and the sharks with the evander kane issue it's good that they're doing well or they're on the up and up oh yeah 100 percent. and uh i i really feel like the sharks could make the playoffs this year even though they're not in a playoff spot right now uh I do think there's a good possibility that if they get hot, a lot of these teams in the West, if they get hot, they have a chance. Right now, uh, the Central is dominating the playoff teams. The playoff teams are uh, – but that's mainly because of games played. There's certain teams that aren't in or are in because of games played uh, because the Sharks have 48 points in 46 games while the Stars have 48 points in 43 games. So the Stars have a chance to come back and uh, make some noise. Uh, but the Stars would be in the playoffs right now by win percentage, I believe. No, they'd be one out. They'd be one out or two out. And uh, But they have a lot of games to make up. But so do Calgary and so does Edmonton. The teams you're going to have to pass if you are a Stars fan like Kevin are teams like Los Angeles and, uh, and Anaheim, who have already played 47 and 48. Hmm. You also root for the stars, even though they're not your favorite team. I want them. I want them to do well. So, but I, just I to yeah, you. I want I want them to do well, but I don't necessarily, I don't die by their results. Gotcha. I won't. It's I, I've accept like I'm happy with um with I, I like I like Jason Robertson. I love Jason Robinson. Love Jake Ottinger. Love Miro. I'm coming to terms with John Klingberg, but I kind of want to save that discussion for a future. Or like just like a few more, uh, so I'll just move on to where I'll talk about Klingberg. 
The next four teams are Ducks, Kings, Bruins, and Capitals. Have you heard the rumors about Klingberg and the Bruins? Maybe the Stars trade him to the. I would love that. I think that would make the Bruins uh, Stanley Cup contender. And it would true. fit because y'all need... have lost many defensemen. Yeah, you lost yeah. Tori Krug to the Blues. We've also got we also got rid of Dano Chara, which I disagree with because he he's been a competent player. His plus minus on a team with a below 500 record is still positive. I know a lot of people are very down on Zdeno Chara because of his age and that the fact that he doesn't have that many points and many people are complaining about him being washed and all this stuff. And while he's definitely not as good as he used to be, he's plus four in his games on a team that is below 500. So he is an impactful player on a team that's getting uh, scored on more than they are scoring. So I, they're a negative 12 goal differential in the season. He is alone himself plus four, which I think he still is a quality player in this league, even despite his age. And bringing back the Tom Brady talk, Zidane Char is older than Tom Brady. So, so we're watching a player play at an older age than Tom Brady, and I think he'll reach four. Yeah, he'll he'll turn 45 before the season ends. He turns 45 in March. Playing, unlike Tom Brady. I don't know. He will he will reach the goal of playing till 45, though, which was Tom Brady's goal. And uh, right now, he's decided to uh, move off from that goal and just ride off into the sunset like without a ride, championship. I like to ride the idea that Tom Brady was like, I'm going to do this till I get too, not good enough. And he's like, you know, this is taking too long. I'm done. Yeah, but uh, I still think we'll, we'll get to this in the Tom Brady well, yeah, conversation we'll, eventually. But I, I still think he has a good chance of coming back. Well, okay. But uh, denial yeah, is the first step. Second, denial is the first stage. That's 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 true. But also, we've seen many good players come back after having almost MVP seasons after retiring. That's true. Jordan's done it. Uh, Jordan has. Mario Lemieux, a hockey guy, has done it to come back and then uh, played like an MVP afterwards. Now, none of them were the age of Tom Brady, but age to Tom Brady is just a number. It has nothing to do with actually how. Old but, uh, yeah, continuing yeah. on back on hockey points. The Canucks, yeah, they've been a very, very impressive team ever since they did si- uh, sign Bruce, uh, their head coach. Everyone screams Bruce. I, it's really funny to watch the games when they score. But uh, they could make some noise, even though they're, they're very slow start. Of uh, They lost a lot of games at the beginning, and that really does uh, – affect their chances of making the playoffs, but they, they could, they could. And Bruce Boudreaux is really trying to lead this team into the playoffs. And the Oilers, like you said, they are, they are not getting off to a quality start. Uh, well, they did, but now second half of the season, we're getting into it right now. And they have struggled. They picked up uh, Evander Kane. Yeah. And uh, he's been okay in his games that he's appeared in. And I don't know how this team's going to work, but, uh, We'll see. We'll see. The Oilers and Stars are very sporadic. They do not consistently get a lot of wins and losses. They just kind of go on streaks sometimes. But uh, sometimes you just need to get hot at the end like the Stars did two years ago. Yep. And speaking of the Kings and Ducks, who I think are exceeding expectations because I believe them to just be rebuilding. And the Kings are second in the Pacific, and then the Ducks are right behind them with three, and they're just one win behind uh, the Kings, but they've played one more game. Yeah, and but those those are teams that have played a lot of games, and I'm putting them up there because they do have the advantage of uh, playing more games, so they know where they stand. But uh, they could fall, and then for Bruins and Capitals, both of these teams expected to be title contenders, and they are because of their experience. 
But after a, a scorching hot start by Washington, they're falling back to earth. And then Boston has always been around the middle of the pack uh, in terms of win percentage, point percentage, if you want to call it that. Like they have a 640 point percentage. So they're, they're being, they're, they're fine. Uh, but they're not insane in a very, 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 very good East. The East is so much better than the West. The East has eight teams above 60 winning percentage. Uh, or point percentage, while the West only has six above sixty percent, so six versus eight. So the uh, and, and the uh, the East has um, is it three teams? No, four teams. Four teams above seventy percent went a point percentage, while the, the West only has two: Colorado, Minnesota. So the East is a hard uh, conference, and that's why I think uh, Washington and the Bruins are struggling more than they would have if they were in the East. I mean, West. Yeah, and the speaking of the Bruins and Capitals, they their window is closing. Like their main guys from when they last won the championship are very old. Capitals are Vetchkin, um, Marchand. Um, I think he's the only remaining guy. For the Bruins. In, yeah, or my no Bergeron. Uh, Bergeron. Is also there and Tuka Rask because he just resigned. Recently. Oh, he resigned. He's yeah, no so. longer an e-bug. No, he's been signed for a good bit, but oh, okay. uh, just, or for like a month. Or I thought he was an e-bug. He was, yeah. and then he not now he's actually a goaltender. Oh, okay. Uh, I think he's been uh, like a month, but those three I think are the last three uh, because gotcha. uh, Krejci, David Krejci, who's on the team, left in free agency to go back to his home country, even though he's outstanding. Zanetta Charles still in the league. Oh yeah, uh, but. But I think you wanted more obviously. playing time, and the Bruins were like, "We don't want to play you that much." Yeah, yeah, that's why you left. I understand. Yeah, that's why you left. left, and I don't blame him. I was just saying, but I think Klingberg would really help. And oh yeah, hundred percent. Klingberg, I th- I've kind of made peace with it because if you can get a good return for him, maybe that elevates stars who I think are kind of just been middling. If you take away that Stanley Cup, and a lot of the other players are are getting paid like ten million, a top amount, and they can't, you can't trade them, and I wouldn't trade them. But that's pretty much it. So now we can go on to the next four, which is Vegas, Calgary, Blues, and Predators. The Blues, as we get into the top ten and the Predators at nine. Blues are having a little renaissance. Um, and Tarasenko seems to be playing well for them, and they're working it out. So it's good good for them right now. Yeah, and uh, if they can stay hot, um, they could be a force moving forward. They... Uh are 7-3 in their last 10 games and are looking good. Uh, teams like uh, Vegas are kind of waiting for guys to return. Uh, if Eichel could become what he was with the uh, Sabres for a large majority of his career there, um, this team really could uh, turn it up to a whole new level. Uh, Calgary, another team playing well, 6-4 and four in their last 10 Uh they also could make some uh, get some guys back from injury, and they're they're a very hard hitting team, and it's fun to watch them play. A a Blues Calgary uh, playoffs would be the playoff series would be very very interesting. And then the Predators, the UC Soros, Roman Yossi, uh, very defensively uh, oriented, and uh, that's where their stars lie. And uh, they they definitely exceeded my expectations, especially after last year when they started off that poorly and then made the playoffs at the very end. They're looking like they're going to secure themselves an even better spot. Now on to the uh, next teams after that. We have the uh, Blues, Predators, Rangers, Penguins. 
Well, yeah, I said the Blues. Oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, my, my bad, my bad. No, you're good. But that's Rangers, the Blues are in the top 10. Yeah, the Rangers are interesting. And then back onto what you said with the Blues and Vegas and the Calgary. Um, Blues are kind of closing in on that championship window. They still, I think they want to get another one. And they just haven't been able to do go far in the playoffs ever since. But um, the Rangers, number eight, um, really interesting like they have the talent and now they're putting it all together and so that that's why they're eight and they're above the predators who are second in the central but we have a lot of we have eight more teams that are better um but thoughts on the rangers yeah so uh i don't think we mentioned the next so it's rangers penguins lightning wild and yeah the rangers are a team that i did not expect to be in the top eight because i knew that that category of teams are going to be very, very, very good. There's a lot of parity in the NHL, but the top teams can really be uh, up there, and they are definitely uh, deserving of a top eight spot. I just thought some of these teams were better. The Penguins have won, I mean, lost one game in their last 10, even though they've lost three in uh, overtime slash shootout. I'm really liking how they're getting better. Sidney Crosby's back to his old self to an extent. Same with Malkin, and uh, I'm really, really – He's doing well. Oh, yeah. Tristan Jari. Yeah, yeah. He's also performing at a high level. Uh, the, the Lightning are a team that uh, con- consistently every year now is at, at the top and can definitely contend for a cup. They're 7-2-1 in their last 10. Um, and then for uh, the Wild, m- maybe the hottest team in hockey, 9-0-1 in their last 10 with five straight wins. Uh, very impressive team. And uh, – they're glad they signed Kaprizov. We are too, because that yeah. helped our that affected our projections. And it's just great to have a player like Kaprizov. Um, and they are a great offense. Yeah, and the Lightning, I don't know. Like they lose a bunch of players every year. They they lost players in the expansion draft, and they're doing fine. And um Stamkos is playing. Or Sergachev. Or Kucherov. No. Kucherov. Kucherov, yeah. Kucherov. He's back. So, LTR theory's suspended for now. Suspended. I'm fine with that. We've suspended operations. We're waiting to see the next. Well, yeah, because he came back. Now. Yeah, but he was out for a while. He was out for a while. But they had to clear some cap. And that leads us. I know we already talked about Vegas, but I don't know how they're going to make the cap work with Eichel. Unless he comes at the start of the playoffs. And then mm. Eichel theories. Mm take over mm. and that, that yeah then we're we're unsuspended we are yeah. back in we're, we're back in work in action the kucherov theories are suspended but if eichel doesn't come back then they're not suspended and then yeah. ltir yeah. theories are all over the place so now we'll final go four. final four panthers maple leafs hurricanes avalanche no surprise that the maple leafs are in the top because they're a great regular season team but postseason that's what we got to see. And what are they going to do at the deadline to prepare them for the postseason? Because they got they did not do well in the postseason, even though they did lose to the team that went all the way to the Stanley Cup final. There are high expectations. So seeing them do well in our top three doesn't really surprise me. I'm just looking for what they're going to do in the postseason. Yeah, I. Uh... There's a lot of teams up there because the uh, Panthers lost uh, early against uh, the Lightning. 
uh, in the playoffs last year. The Hurricanes have not made it far. Uh, they lost in the second round last year to the Lightning. Uh, and then the Avalanche, they lost in the second round last year to the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. So a lot of these teams at the top consistently cannot make it out of round number two at least. Uh, the Panthers and the Maple Leafs both lost in round one. They have not. The Panthers have not won a series since 1996. The Maple Leafs have not won a series since 2002. Uh, both of those before either of us were born. I was born in 2002, but I was born in 2002 as well. But well, it, their last series loss was in April, so I'm assuming you're older than April because I'm July. I'm June. I'm older than you. Well, still, they lost before you yeah. were born. So both of those teams have not won a series in our lifetime whatsoever, which is kind of crazy considering that both of those teams have made – I've had good teams since then. Yeah, I agree. And, yeah, the – uh, Canada, Canada is hoping out for one of their teams to win um, a Stanley Cup because they haven't won since the 90s. 1993, Canadians, yeah. So. Uh, they've made it a couple times since, or more than a couple times, because you have the 2006 Edmonton Oilers, the 2007 uh, Ottawa Senators, you have the Canucks in 2011, and then the first team since then, the Canadians, last is it year. twenty. Is it 2020? It's the 2020 season. No, 21. Uh, no, it's 2021. It's 2021. Okay. Gotcha. I wasn't sure because there's like four seasons in a year. But I don't think anyone should, should be upset with the top four. I feel they're all pretty reasonable in their opinions. So feel free to add us on Twitter and uh, talk about it in the comments. Any final thoughts, Austin? No, I'm all good. Well, thank you for listening and be on the lookout for future episodes from Outsiders Opinions.